today. Coca-Cola wants you white people to be less white. Also, uh, Dr. Fauci says that uh, we may not return to normal uh, until next year. And even, I mean, who knows what normal is anyway? We've got a lot coming up this Monday and it starts right now. Happy Monday. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today joined by my bestie. Yeah, Prather. I'm so glad to be joining something, man. I'll tell you what, I was about to join the nut house after being snowed in and iced in for the last week. It's been insane around here. I know. You're a trooper, though. You came in and kept doing the show. We did. We did. Look well, I mean, you. they just threatened to fire me if I didn't. I claimed I'm privilege. I claimed privilege and <laughs> said I couldn't you? make just couldn't make it, guys. Yeah, apparently. Well, I mean, I know all about being expendables because you know, <laughs> you know about that. Yeah. When it was it was joined by Chrissy Mayer, comedian hello, Chrissy Mayer hello, as well. Uh, when we were they locked down. They were like, everyone important, go home, stay home. Oh, but Chad and Sarah and Stu. <laughs> it was me, you, and Stu. Yeah. We, we stayed here for a year. I mean, I should have some kind of blaze street cred. We really should. Everybody went home but us for a year. Yeah, we were like, wait, and the essential people have to stay. And we're like, uh, are we really essential <laughs> if you're making us come in during a very deadly pandemic, or we were led to believe? Uh, all right, we've got a lot coming up. Um, let's talk about Coca-Cola. Uh, I know those of you who watch the show religiously uh, probably saw Glenn Beck. I guess it was maybe two weeks ago. He talked about all of this new diversity uh, that they were implementing and all of the, you know, it's all part of the Great Reset. It all, it like everything that's happening right now is all intertwined. You don't think that they're connected, but they are. Uh, but Coca-Cola now in hot water for uh, their... Uh, training course that is part of a LinkedIn training course that they implemented for employees. It is a racial sensitivity training course. And um, it apparently, well, I, I may have said racial sensitivity, but what I meant to say was you just need to be less white if you are white. So uh, let's go through some of these slides really quickly. So confronting racism, understanding what it means to be white, challenging what it means to be racist, uh, and to be less white is to be less oppressive, be less arrogant, be less certain, less defensive, less ignorant, more humble, listen, believe, break with apathy, break with white solidarity. Um, now, I want to like I, I want to see the rest of these, but let me just. Am I missing a part in the genetics that <laughs> only white people uh, have the genes of being ignorant uh, <laughs> not humble, defensive. Defensive yeah. is that? That's weird. Did I? Miss I've spent that? a day on Twitter. I've seen <laughs> all of those from all different colors. I mean, it's really weird. It's almost like there are assholes of every color. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I'm none of those things on that list. I, I, well, I, I mean, like I pretty much fill that list completely. Now, now, I mean, I I Sean like was outside. Sean, Sean's a black guy, yeah. and, and I, I broke with white solidarity and hugged his, hugged his neck because oh. I hadn't seen him in a few months. You are a really and, bad and white I was supremacist, like, Chad. I, now, I did tell him, I said, dude, we got to go eat chicken. But then again, we did we did a TV show forever yes. about eating chicken. Yes. So I don't know that that's racist, <laughs> but, you know, what the hell? Well, you're not allowed to use context these days. Yeah. So it would be racist, according yeah. to everyone else. Um, I mean, I think everyone could learn to be a little more humble. Right? Yeah. Listen, listen a little I'm more. I'm super humble. More humble. <laughs> Where on this list does it say less cardigans, stop wearing khakis? <laughs> stop dressing it's like a, Pharrell. Yeah. It's a great point because... <laughs> um, time. Yeah. I, actually, I've got a story to go along with that later, but let me... Okay. So let's... Um, 
let's get through this. So another slide. In the U.S. and other Western nations, white people are socialized to feel that they are inherently superior because they are white. Research shows that by age <coughs> three to four, children understand that it is better to be white. Um, interestingly enough, I, I don't see the research attached to that. So I don't know what it is. And then finally, uh, the slide. I don't know. It's very subtle. You can't really tell what they're trying to say here. Uh, it just says, try to be less white. <laughs> so this was, of course, created by none other than Robin D'Angelo, author of White Fragility. Mm -hmm. um, and again, this is a just to be clear. I know Coca-Cola got a lot of backlash. I don't think that it makes things better. But just to at least be clear, this is a training course that is available on LinkedIn. It wasn't like a Coca-Cola, like Coca-Cola didn't go and ask Robin D'Angelo, can you make this specifically for us? Um, but it was what they asked. But now let me remind everybody that in a speech this week, Joe Biden did say that it is difficult for people of color to use the internet. So they'll probably yeah. never find LinkedIn anyway. That's a They're great point. That's a even once the black community <laughs> finds LinkedIn, they won't know what the hell to do with it. Well, it's okay. That's all based on Joe Biden's it's analogy. Okay. It's okay because the white people are the ones who <coughs> read it. Right. right. Yeah, well, we're, yeah, I mean, white people, they're the only ones that are executives <laughs> in America, right? They're the only CEOs. I mean, forget the fact that of Fortune 500 companies that, that the majority of them now have an executive office, which is the uh, chief executive of, of equality within their companies. This is 65 years, 70 years past Jim Crow, okay? We're, we're at a point where we've made a lot of changes. Yes, America has its sins and its scars and all these things. But Coca-Cola, which, by the way, used to put a little white powder in it called cocaine, uh, really doesn't have a leg to stand on, especially when I've got pictures of them back in the 20s sponsoring KKK rallies. Uh, 5,000 cases of Coca-Cola was donated to the Ku Klux Klan right here in Jackson, Michigan, 1924, July 4th. Wow. Yeah, I got the pictures. So so this whole thing, to try to pretend like white people are the problem. Look, everybody's got a history, including Coca-Cola, Atlanta, Georgia-based Coca-Cola. Everybody's got a history. You judge people according to the times in which they live, okay? You don't judge people on the basis of their skin color. And at what point in time, based on what happened in the 1700s, 1800s, we don't, we don't do that. And at what point in time did racism become about melanin? It's not. Racism is withholding someone, hold, withholding something from someone because of their melanin, because of their shade. It's not racism exists just because of the melanin. So if I don't have it or if I'm pigmentation, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, inhibited in some kind <laughs> of way, then I must be a racist. This is this is this is basic stuff that leads to a conclusion that waters down the sin of racism completely. It makes yeah. it a non-entity. Yeah. Chrissy, what are your thoughts? I, well, I'm trying to just wear more bronzer and more self-tanner. <laughs> I feel like that's, but not too well, much. be careful. You yeah, you don't want to do blackface. You don't want to do blackface. Black yeah. So I don't know where to go. I put well, the bronzer but, down low because I've heard that, <laughs> that black things tend to get bigger, but I but yeah. I never worked for me. There it is. I, there it is. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, okay, but, but people are like, oh my God, Chad, you took it there. Yeah, of course I took it there. That's how stupid all of this is. It is. Yeah, it is. This is, I mean, and it's funny to me that there are some stereotypes that people never deny, like the endowment of black men or that Asians are good at math. They, they never say, no, we're not. Yeah. They never do that, right? But they want to stereotype whites to the point ad nauseum mm -hmm. of everything that's wrong. We're not humble. We're, we, you know, you got to... Uh, oh I'm just not apologizing. I'm not apologizing for how I was born. 
You know, I'm just, I'm just not apologizing for it. And well, I'm not paying your reparations either. Suck it. I seem <laughs> to recall there was a, a very, very wise man who said that it's about the content of your character, not about the color of your skin. Yeah. Now it's the... Martin exact- was a smart guy. Yeah. Martin he should have his own guy. day. He should have, like, almost, <laughs> like, we should, like, revere his speeches and, and like, put them out there for posterity so that maybe future generations of African Americans can read them, too. That would be a fun thing that we should allow us white folks that are so oppressive. You know, it is interesting, too, because if you go and look at uh, the Coca-Cola uh, leadership team, if you go online and look at their website, it's, like, almost all white men. Wow. I mean, I went there immediately. I was like, I would like to see what your leadership looks like, because in addition to all of this that they're in hot water for right now, uh, the news story a couple weeks ago was that um, they came out and they said, we will only do business with law firms that have Mm. diversity within them. So you have to like have a certain percentage of diversity for us to do business with you. Um, And so I'm like, well, who are these people? Oh, like the top three or four people are just like blatantly white. Yeah. Are you guys going to give up your job to somebody like a little tanner? Probably not. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it. Do you do you ever think that it's scary to think where we're going? Oh, no, no. It's history. It it is scary. But but all you got to do is look at history. Well, I know. But Mm -hmm. nobody else seems to be doing that. Human nature (laughs) has not changed in thousands of years. History is defined by man's inhumanity to man. We're sitting here talking about a horrible thing of the oppression of blacks in America that did actually happen, okay? Now they're wanting to pull that back up. And if the roles were reversed, I can guarantee you the exact same thing is going to happen because it's not about equality, it's about control. And the people who are in control tend to not be very benevolent. Yeah. And and it's bad. Yeah. Man's inhumanity to man, it defines history. And it's going to happen over and over again. And they're just looking, it's just growing to that. It's just our turn now, you know. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean. That's what it is. And maybe in a few years, you know, there'll be like special, like, you know, white, um, I don't know, like scholarships to college. And maybe uh, it'll turn around again. I just feel sorry for albino black guys. Yeah. Like Sean King or? No. Yeah, he ain't black. I know. (laughs) Sean ain't even black. (laughs) Well, let me ask you this, Chrissy, because you are, and I may, maybe I'm putting you on the spot by asking you this, but, um. I'm, I'm not sorry about that. No. <laughs> um, do you find, because I have found that being a, I, I get to say this, especially since I put on my tanner this weekend, being a person of color, <laughs> being the person of color at the table, um, I have found that whenever I get someone who is just says something blatantly racist to me, 99% of the time, it's a white liberal. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. very you, telling. Yes, because I mean, I know that you didn't. You kind of like worked your way out of the, you know, the comedy industry. You were very much in with the yeah woke leftists. I came from right? like a woke leftist, and then as I like got older and got smarter, my sense of humor just like went a little bit more right, went a little more even center, but more conservative. And then I was, you know, and then the name calling from from the left and from other comedians. It's like it's just pretty horrible. Yeah. But I mean, but these are the people who are preaching tolerance, right? Oh, yeah. But until it actually comes to somebody who thinks differently than them, then like all bets are off. Yeah. Like, diversity is great, but like not with diversity of thought. Just kidding. Yeah. yeah God forbid you think differently. I'll tell you what it adds for me. Uh, this whole thing adds a dimension to the book that I've written that's coming out in August called Am I Crazy? Because I'm putting a whole new chapter in. I'm going to go home and write it tonight. A whole new chapter just about <laughs> Coca-Cola. Really? this is insanity. Yeah. 
This is insanity. And people get pissed off because we make jokes and we poke fun of it. But it's a real deal. Like, this is, this is insanity. The fact that there are people out there, you know, I'm watching a commercial. I can't even watch a ball game without, without a commercial coming on and says, how are you going to invest in 2021? Well, I'm going to invest in black-owned companies. Don't, I mean, forget the fact that it might tank. Right. It might be a bad business model, but it's black owned. I'm going to invest in it because of that. Nowhere out there is Forbes magazine saying, tell you what you ought to do. Yeah. You ought to judge it based on whether the melanin of the skin. Forget forget that somebody can't run a business. Right. But let's invest in it. (sighs) Sorry. Not that stupid. Not going to do it. I That's not that, a criteria. It's not, but I think there are a lot of people who do it. They do it. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of, they have they have been successful in injecting this guilt in a lot of white people. I'm sick of these woke to. commercials, right? The, every commercial now has to show a gay couple, got to show an interracial couple, got to show a couple of the same color that have a kid of a different color. They've got to show these <laughs> yeah. pronoun people. they got to show the folks that we don't know what gender they are. You know, I mean, it's like, I'm just trying to sell a frozen pizza right. here. Right. Yeah. I, I don't care what color <laughs> mouth it goes into. You know? Buying the product and consuming it. Look, you know, the beauty the beauty of art is, is it takes color and it brings it all together to create one big image and it's something that we look at and we say, wow, that's beautiful. This is elementary stuff. We shouldn't have to be having this discussion in 2021. Colors are beautiful. People are beautiful. People should be beautiful. Just just admire the beauty that's around you. Invest in the people around you. Uh, do those contagious things. Smile at each other. Love yeah. one another. The, you know, have some joy because it rubs off on other people. Uh, encourage people. They'll encourage you back. Just do those kind of things. And we don't have to worry about what Coca-Cola tells you to do in their damn board meetings. Mm. I don't care about Coca-Cola's PowerPoint. I care about you. Yeah. I care about you, yeah. you, 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 Hispanic, you lovely, gorgeous Hispanic <laughs> human being. Well, thank you, You're Chad. You're welcome. I mean, you spell Gonzalez wrong, but I can't deal with that. <laughs> Listen, that happened whenever my family came in. They you, wrote it wrong. Yeah, Spanglish. They to, yeah, they had to Americanize it up. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bonner Wines, which I can't even tell you guys how much trouble <laughs> this one went to to make sure that we had wine today. I'm wearing it. It's no, it, you did a good job. You only yeah, did, you did like, a good job with getting key, it off. Basically, we yeah. could not find the wine opener, and we were like. Hold us back. We got to open this wine because Bonner Wines have the best wines. Uh, we don't care what it takes. And I don't even I don't even want to know what it was that you actually. The beauty of Bonner that. Wines, and I've learned a lot since they've been a sponsor of my show as well. Argentine wines is really a big thing. Like yeah. that is a it's it's an incredible Argentine Malbecs are like a really special thing to be able to get. Well, they're made at like 9,000 feet. Yeah, it's huge. Wow. The altitude up there, it's it's a stronger grape. It's a more robust grape. And and I don't mean to step into your spot here, but, no, but I, I have learned that these that these Malbecs made in Argentina, and they're getting harder and harder to get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they we like we didn't sell them for a while because they were out. Yeah. They were like, guys, don't don't sell right now because we actually sold so much. Everyone loved them so much. They went out and they bought them all up and we had to wait until yeah. they were back in stock. So they're back in stock, guys. Don't miss out. By the way, uh, less sugar, less additives, um, less uh, chemicals than your standard wine. You are really getting something special when you get these wines. Um, like we said before, Argentinian wines, uh, they have the vineyards at like 9,000 feet, which you're like, who cares? What's the difference? 
Oh, no. If you're a wine drinker, you will know the difference. Trust me on this. You can go to cowgirlwine2021.com. They just got a special shipment in. Uh, They've got one Malbec from the third highest vineyard in the world. You don't want to miss out on that. It's Cowgirl Wine 2021. 50% off the wine today and 50% off of the shipping. Uh, Don't miss out on that. Cowgirlwine2021.com. 50% off of shipping, 50% off of the wine. We've got more to come. Back in a minute. Uh, hey guys, have you realized that you are being played yet? Have you have you realized that? Have you woken up? Uh, Dr. Fauci, who, by the way, just I like to preface anything I talk about with Dr. Fauci on this show. I would like to remind everyone, he is currently the highest paid federal employee. He makes more money than the president. It's almost $420,000 that Dr. Fauci makes. So um, what reason could he possibly have to drag this pandemic out? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, but he is, of course, the director of the National National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, he told CNN yesterday that Americans may need to wear masks, continue wearing masks until next year. And I mean, he may be the highest paid federal employee on the payroll, but he can't tell you when things are returning to normal. He just doesn't know. Watch. You and the president have suggested that we'll approach normality toward the end of the year. What does normal mean? Do you think Americans will still be wearing masks, for example, in 2022? You know, I think it is possible that that's the case. And again, it really depends on what you mean by normality. If right. Normality that's what I want you to define exactly it. Exactly <laughs> the way. It, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so no, funny. Dana, it's important because if normality means exactly the way things were before we had this happen to us, I, I mean, I can't predict that. I mean, obviously, I think we're going to have a significant degree of normality beyond what the, the terrible burden that all of us have been through over the last year, that as we get into the fall and the winter by the end of the year, I agree with the president completely. Uh, this has been the longest 15 days to slow the spread <laughs> in, uh, I, it, feels, it feels a lot like it's been over a year of yeah. 15 days to slow the spread. This 15 days has just crawled because <laughs> it feels a lot. Like they keep moving the goalposts. Yeah. It's like dog years. It's like these are pandemic weeks. I don't know. It's just good way to put that. Yeah. I mean, good way to put that. Pandemic weeks. Yeah. uh, Like, uh, again, here at Blaze TV, I think that we don't mean to shoot my own horn or anything, but we've really been on this since the beginning. And we've been telling you guys this is all about control. This is all about power. Do not give it to them because when have you known in the history of uh, anyone who is a government official, when do they actually give that power back to you? They don't. They take it and they run with it. And you're seeing that here. You're seeing Dr. Fauci, who um, clearly just like wants to keep breaking in the attention and the limelight mm-hmm. and the cash uh, for as long as possible. But My question is, they just said that there's a vaccine out. Apparently, you take the vaccine and you still don't get to go back to normal. So why the heck Mm. are you going to take the vaccine if you are a, you know, a normal aged person who is not at risk Mm -hmm. of dying from this disease? Why in the world are you going to take the vaccine? Especially since, I mean, I, I haven't, I don't know the math off the top of my head, but my thought process goes to... I mean, there's a chance that you would get a bad side effect from the vaccine. That's just the case with any vaccine, right? There's always a chance that that could happen to you. Why would I risk it if, A, 
I'm young enough that I should be able to survive it just fine. And B, you're telling me I still don't get, get to go back to normal after I take it. And you still have to wear a mask. You, you yeah. still have to wear a mask. You, you can't do it. You, oh my God, the kids can't go back to school. Why? Bill Gates <laughs> just drank doo-doo water. Feces <laughs> from humans. He made water out of it and drank it. Trying to make it a thing. Uh, we're not getting back to normal well, we already, anytime soon. We already yeah. knew he was full of it, Yeah, crap. yeah, yeah. It, the difference between me and Bill Gates is, uh, well, anybody and Bill Gates, Bill Gates will drink it once. He wants you to drink that every day. <laughs> yep. Uh, Bill Gates drank poo-poo water, so we're, no, we're nowhere near normal. Uh, and we're not going to get back to normal because we, we, we're off the reservation. Because you know what back to normal would be? Uh, back to a time where we most people didn't know who Dr. Fauci was. No, that was normal. Who, who, who and now, Anthony Fauci. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up, Sarah, because it's not about money. It's never about money. With Like Bill Gates doesn't... I'm going to continue with Bill Gates as an example. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates doesn't want more money. He wants more power and yep. control. Mm-hmm. He wants to be relevant. Same with Anthony Fauci. Fauci doesn't care about the money. He doesn't care about how much he makes as a federal government employee or anything. He's got plenty of money. What he wants is to be relevant. And he's going to mm. keep this thing going. He's going to laugh it off. He's going to chuckle and everybody's going to love him. And oh, well, it depends on what you mean by normality. Yes. Well, again, we're drinking poo water there. We're nowhere near <laughs> normality. So with a guy like that, he's after control. He's after power. Whenever you listen to someone speak and they have nothing to gain but power by it, then what they say ought to automatically be suspect in your mind. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Fauci and all of his cronies that are out there, and now, of course, he's got a blank check and carte blanche because of Joe Biden, right? Just run with the ball. And we're not going back to normal. We're not going back. And I said something on Facebook yesterday or the day before, and apparently Christy Noem has said the same thing. Um, and, and if she did, then I'll give her the credit. But I said, you know, the right mask in the right circumstance is, is beneficial, maybe, probably. But this whole idea that masks work all the time, everywhere, every place you go, and, and it's the be-all, end-all, to me, we know that's not true. And anybody with a brain knows in common sense that's not true, that masks aren't the solution, right? Well, if you're going to apply the same logic and tell me that, that masks that haven't worked yet, haven't slowed the curve, are what works, why am I supposed to believe you when it comes to the vaccine? Mm-hmm. You haven't controlled the virus in the air. Why should I trust you to trust to, to, to fix it in, and control it in my body? Mm-hmm. Yep. So before you start invading me with your toxic chemicals that I don't know anything about, you poop water drinking people, <laughs> uh, let's back up a little bit and say, why don't we treat Americans like adults and give them their liberty back and a little bit of the idea that they can be personally responsible for their own health mm-hmm. and take their own and take their own accountability. Yeah. I'm still wearing the same mask from last March. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I can almost guarantee you, many people are it. like that. They're yeah. not washing their masks, no. and they're and they're wearing ones that are probably meant to be disposable. Yeah. And on top of that, yeah. they're not washing it. I like the ones that are like clearly lace or like a, mm-hmm. a, a material that's, that's just mesh, like, yeah. It, like if I'm ever forced, I don't wear a mask really any, but if I have Good to go you. like doctor's office or somewhere where like there's absolutely no way around it, um, I wear that. That's and it's great. got little rhinestones on it, so you can yeah. almost not even tell, yeah. but I mean holes all over it. Well, if yeah. you spit at somebody, that's probably not going to hit them, right? <laughs> so it's like if I pee in my pants, it's probably not going to get on you. But it's still going to seep <laughs> through. I mean, you know, typical deal. I mean, we've we've eradicated the flu. Thank you, Donald Trump. Yep. I can't. But no, I cannot no even. But I. Yep. But I cannot even tell you how many people I look at, and I do pay attention to all of these people wearing masks, and they're constantly like this. Yeah. Moving it back oh, up on yeah. their nose because when you're talking. <clears throat> 
obviously it's going to slip off and so they're constant they're talking and they're shifting it and they're moving it and they're messing with it and i'm like you this is not you're not this is not doing what you know the idea is. that we've bought into that there's anything sanitary about what we're doing is a joke no. it's disgusting it says it on the box that they don't work mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it does okay yeah, so wear two of them that's why <laughs> or well why <laughs> not or three ten. Well, yeah. I'm, wearing, I'm wearing a condom right now who needs <laughs> oh. oxygen anyway <laughs> uh, okay, okay really quick though as future governor of Texas, <laughs> what what would you? I mean, masks are just gone day one. No, oh, yeah, you, yeah, no, mandates are gone day one. Okay, you unmandate Texas. Right, right. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Right. If you own a private business and you want people to wear a mask in order to be a patron there, and you make that, this is no shoes, no shirt, no service. Okay, mm-hmm. add add mask to that if you want. That's your With right. With medical exemptions. But but well, yeah, and, yeah. and that's fine. Okay. And that's fine. That's that's another topic. Uh-huh. But you unmandate Texas. Right to make it a mandate, which is unconstitutional. Yeah, you you step you give people back their personal liberty and their sense of responsibility. Yeah, I had a couple people. You know, anytime Governor Abbott tweets anything, I just respond and the mask mandate now. And so I nice. always have some crazy people come up in my mentions when I say that. And so I I had a couple people who were like, "Well, stay home," and I'm like, "Um." I'm not scared yeah. of society. You I shouldn't be the one to stay home. Like, you stay home if you're scared. I don't live in fear. Isn't Chrissy that the whole knows. point? You know, Chrissy knows. We go out and we do live shows. We're around hundreds oh, of people yeah. on the daily, sometimes through the weekends, three, four nights a week. We're around hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah. if a fan wants to lick my face, who am I to say <laughs> exactly. no? Exactly. I cough in my mouth? Great. Thanks for coming exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> I, I always start every show. I said, turn to your neighbor, spit in their mouth. Let's yeah. get this over Let's with. Get to know Let's each just other. Get, build some immunity out here. Chad, I think you could put the man back in me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, look at this. <laughs> God in heaven. Too much. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We gotta. We gotta go to break. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, uh, Grove. So, if you're like me, maybe you call yourself a conservative hippie because you're like very conservative on political issues. But you got a little bit of hippie in you when it comes to uh, the products that you use in your home, around your children, around your family, around your pets. Maybe uh, I've got. A website for you to check out, especially if you don't want to go into the local supermarket store, wherever it is, that's making you wear a damn mask, and you don't want to wear the damn mask, you just want to get your toiletry items that you trust and uh, use them. That's where Grove Collaborative comes in. You got to go there. It's the online marketplace that delivers healthy home beauty and personal care products directly to your door. Mm. They've got a whole bunch of green products. Um, Personally, it's like Every single product that I used in my home that is safe for my kids, my pets, all of it, they have it all, all of them. And it's also good for the planet if you are also uh, you are also environmentally conscious. You don't have to shop a bunch of multiple stores or search endlessly online. You can get it all at Grove Collaborative. Join over 2 million households who have trusted Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. Shipping will be fast and free on your first order. Uh, don't miss out. You can go to grove.co slash news. You'll get a free gift with your order of $30 or more. Uh, you got to use a special code, though. So it is grove.co slash news to get that offer. Um, by the way, while you're there, pick up some Mrs. Myers. It is my favorite cleaning product. Yes. They have it all. Love Mrs. Myers. So good. It is grove.co slash news. Back in a minute. President Joe Biden uh, privately admitted to Democrat mayors and governors last week that a planned hike in federal minimum wage, which, of course, we've covered on the show, uh, there was a push to get to $15 an hour federal minimum wage. Uh, That 
is dead and it will not be included in the forthcoming <laughs> COVID-19 relief bill. Uh, this is according to Politico. So now, of course, they didn't want to just at the flip of a switch, change it to $15. They, th- they thought, well, I mean, why bankrupt small businesses quickly? We can do it gradually and just just very, very ever so slightly increase it up to $15 an hour. Uh, but it's interesting because, um, you know, we've already covered uh, a lot on the show, Biden fatigue, uh, you know, our Biden regret, Biden remorse. There are a lot of people who voted for Biden because Trump tweeted mean things and they didn't mm-hmm. like those mean things. And they thought this Biden guy who was nicer and he said what he was going to do and he was going to do it just like that $2,000 uh, stimulus check Still that he said, for it. Yeah. go vote in Georgia, get these people elected. I will give you guys $2,000 checks. Oh, did I mean, did I say 2000 What I meant was if you just add a couple numbers up, it will get to two. I definitely didn't $2. mean a $2,000 <laughs> check. I yeah. definitely didn't mean that. Now you've got the minimum wage hike that is dead. On top of, by the way, Chad, um, the, the uh, Black, what, Black Lives Matter sent a letter to him asking him to respond. He has not done that yet. I can't imagine that uh, there are a lot of people who are particularly happy with what he's done so far or not done. Well, let's go back to the headlines of last week. Newsweek had a fantastic article that talked about he beat his granddaughter uh, yes. playing as Luigi on Mario yes. Kart at Camp David. Very, very hard-hitting journal. So uh, well, it's important because they have to keep his cognitive skills up uh, <laughs> with Mario Kart. And, and, and if they keep him playing the games, he won't sniff the granddaughter. Uh, and then in uh, CNN had a compelling piece of journalism that said that Joe Biden likes to keep a fire going Mm. in the Oval Office, and sometimes he adds a log himself. Mm. Unlike his predecessors, he uh, (laughs) is an early-to-bed kind of guy. Mm -hmm. So these are the kind of things that I I I know... I didn't need CNN to tell me that he went to bed early. He passes out. I mean, (laughs) this is... this is the kind of this is the news and why it matters, right? <laughs> this is the kind of hard hitting journalism I need. Uh, has Joe Biden done anything he promised his voters? Now I know he jo- rejoined the Paris Climate Accords and the WHO and all that stuff, but that doesn't really play down to the average American. It doesn't. Ha- it doesn't affect the average American's doesn't, everyday doesn't life. Doesn't touch him. Doesn't do it. It just spends some money. But what has Joe Biden done? He, he can't do the $15 minimum wage hike. He's not sending out the money. They're talking about maybe $1,000 around May. Wow. Uh, it, let's, let me, let's look at what Joe Biden has done. I, now, I've been snowed in dealing with people with no power. We've been raising money for the homeless uh, in Texas, so I haven't really been paying attention to Joe Biden uh, because that's what Texans do. Mm. We don't look for the federal government to step in here and all that stuff, and, and I, there's, what's the point? Mm. We pull together. We did it Hurricane Harvey. We've done it numerous times throughout history. We did it through our little snowmageddon right here. And uh, th- that's why I look at this thing and I'm like, Joe Biden's not going to provide anything for us because he's not providing for the people who even voted for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He did make the gas more expensive. So that's yeah, something. Thanks. It took it, my diesel <laughs> really truck. Love that. I have to my diesel truck normally cost about $56 to $60 to fill up. $73 yesterday. Wow. To fill it up. And uh, yeah, that's that's where we're at. That's, it's, it's, it's an $80 truck now. Wow. I'm, and I mean, it's what he just took office in January. Yeah. It's not even March. Mm-hmm. And already we've seen uh, that type of residuals happening. Um, it's hard to imagine that we're not going to see more mm-hmm. um, with this. But um, it'll be interesting because I think that you we're seeing on both sides. We're seeing with the Republicans. I, I know I just saw a poll that came out that said um, 
I don't and I don't I can't speak to the accuracy of the poll, but I do think that there is some truth to it that said that like uh, half of Republicans, if Trump created his own party, that like half of Republicans would go to that party. Um, So you've got a lot of infighting. You've got a lot of party infighting on the Republican side. And a lot of people say, well, the Democrats do it better. Well, they used to. But I'm not sure that even they uh, keep everything behind closed doors. I think they've got a lot of infighting as well because you've got AOCs, you've mm-hmm. got the the radicals who keep getting elected, uh, you know, Ilan Omar, um, all of these people, and they're pushing for this and they don't care what the Nancy Pelosi's and Chuck Schumer's say. They don't care what the establishment says. They want to push it through anyway because their young, dumb brain thinks that it's the right thing to do. Um, and so I think that it's really interesting to see this infighting i mean used to it was just us but now i'm like i'll eat my popcorn and watch the democrats Mm -hmm. do it because we're not used to seeing that um but chrissy what do you think would um the industry i mean you guys are both comedians but when you're like just in the industry that you see what would a minimum wage hike a a mandated minimum wage hike do to just to that industry i mean a comedy minimum wage is like two drink tickets i think instead of (laughs) one which i would enjoy and appreciate very much (laughs) So, yeah. You take comedy clubs, for instance, that are already using reduced capacity. Mm-hmm. They're already having to space people out. So a 400-seat yeah. club might be down to 175, something of Which that they're nature. not doing on planes, by the way. They're not spacing. They're not doing, they're not doing every other row. Interestingly yeah. enough. Yeah. Oh, no, but I, I will say I did see uh, Dave Rubin tweeted out that he, he was on a plane flying back to California, and they said that um, they could remove their masks to eat their peanuts, but they could not eat their peanuts one peanut at a time. Wow. Don't tell me how many nuts to put in my mouth. (laughs) There are so many Dave Rubin gay jokes right now that I can't stand it. I love you, Dave. I love you, Dave. There are so many gay eating nuts jokes right now. But anyway, your uh, your point about the, uh, the industry. Well, they just couldn't make it. Yeah. They're already suffering. Uh, yeah. You know, the comedy industry. I was thankful, and Chrissy, I'm sure, would echo the same sentiment. We were able to go to work uh, because these comedy clubs identify as restaurants. They're restaurants yep. first mm-hmm. before anything else. Yeah, They're not bars. They're restaurants. And uh, they have really fabulous food. Um, and so they were able to go to work. But at a reduced capacity, that's very hard. You have to charge more for tickets. There's a lot of comedians out there that just can't, you know, a lot of very accomplished uh, comedians. They, they, it doesn't behoove them to go out and do their craft because they can't make enough money by going to these cities and, and doing it. And uh, it, it, a $15 minimum wage, it'll be exactly like Bernie Sanders whenever they raised the deal, he fired half of his staff mm-hmm. yep. because he couldn't keep people employed. Well, it's common sense is basic economics. It is, and I just wish that more people would understand that, <coughs> especially the people who say, well, we just want to help the poor, the really poor people. I'm like, really, honestly, the last thing that you could do to help the poor would be to raise the minimum wage. Like, you're they go- they're going to, yeah, yeah. they will be, uh, all of the McDonald's workers will be removed be and machines. replaced by machines. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, uh, the people that you want to do better, you're actually going to remove them from their employment and i'm not great at math but i feel like zero dollars is way worse i've already seen it in action than eight dollars an hour i've seen it in action i've seen the automated deals in in europe you go to mcdonald's you type in on the the big screen what you want and five minutes later they call your number yeah oh yeah they're all over new york yeah yeah 
and we had to get creative during the summer. Like uh, Stand Up New York was one of the few clubs that was still operating, and they would have shows like out in the parks, like in Central Park. Now they're having them on, on roofs, but it's like really cold in New York still. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, and, and and then those clubs get backlash <coughs> from like the woke people mm-hmm. being like, oh, it's not safe to be open. It's like you wouldn't have been working anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're good. Yeah. You're good. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. Back in a minute. Uh, Cartoon Network has apparently uh, developed a PSA to tell children that um, they need to actually see color to become anti-racist. I know this kind of relates to uh, the first part of our program. And it just, it's, I, I haven't personally seen this. I can't wait though. Uh, I, I'm reading about this. And I think that I might have a coronary event right here on <laughs> set after I watch this. Let's see. Or purple? What the? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up a minute here. Ugh, who wrote this? I, I think it kind of does matter that I'm purple. I mean, I'm purple because I'm literally an alien. Well, I'm not an alien, but it definitely matters to me that I'm black. Yeah, it makes a difference that I'm white. I know the two of us get treated very differently. Oh my God. I just think it's messed up to compare me being an alien Kids to don't. you two being different races. You're wow. both human. You're you're totally biologically the same. Adding purple people into a lesson about human racism makes no sense. Yeah, yeah that is pretty, pretty weird. weird. I think people like the black, white, or purple thing because adding a fantasy race in there helps distract from the actual racism black people have to deal with. Right. My experience with anti-black racism is really specific. Other people of color experience other forms of racism, too. But you won't see any of that if you don't see color. Okay. Um, working real hard for edit so that they don't get mad at me. Because <laughs> I want to say some really choice words that I'm not going to say. You're welcome, everyone. I can't. I can't. I want my kid. I My kid barely gets TV time. You know, you know what kind of a mom I am. I sure do. Right? <laughs> and, hey. And my kid rarely gets TV time. When he does get TV time, I'd like to just sit him down and let him watch freaking Bugs Bunny. Okay, I don't need him watching Amethyst talk about how we really need to see color so that white people drinking their juice boxes, which they have, by the way, because of their white privilege, can understand that they get treated better than everyone else. Why didn't the white girl share her juice box with the black girl? Because she's racist. Yeah, that's her privilege. (laughs) You need to read some Ibram Kendi books. (laughs) Um, Yeah, kids don't sound or think like this at all. Like Anyone who's around kids, it's like race is not a thing because they're just cool. Until you make it one. They don't sound like this these sound like adults talking you remember the uh you remember you remember the adam sandler movie big daddy where he's out there talking to the kids on the playground he says uh uh you get offered any drugs or any alcohol what about rum and he goes rum what's wrong rumple still skin rumple still skin is a good man because kids don't think like that look i got five of them and and i watched them grow up it just doesn't process like that and by the way for those of you who don't know i am a greek scholar uh amethyst is from the greek amethyskos Ah is not, Methescos is drunk. 
So amethyst was a crystal that was used to save people from intoxication. So you rub it on yourself yeah. that, and mm. it would bring you down from being drunk. Uh, so not intoxicated is what that means. Well, this particular cartoon is drunkish. <laughs> I mean, they are hammered if they think that this is logical. So it's not logical. It's not how kids think. It's not how the brains develop. And I go all the way back to the Coca-Cola slide that mm -hmm. says that kids by the age of two or three or four, whatever it said, are already seeing color. That's nonsense. They don't think like that. My kids had black friends. They had every color there care. was. And, it didn't yeah, and you know what? Their black up. friends had white friends because they yeah. were, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and they didn't think like that. Yeah. They had black baby dolls. They had white baby dolls. They didn't, they didn't think like that. Yeah. It just it's just not anything. So what like what what do people do? Because I know that there are a lot of people out there who are probably very frustrated. Uh, you can't trust the schools. You can't trust the, the television networks. You can't trust Disney Plus. There's it, I think there are a lot of conservatives who are very frustrated. They're mm -hmm. like, we don't know what to do. We can't basically live as a, a functioning member of society without putting our kids in front of all of this garbage that we don't want them to see. Well. I don't know if I mentioned that I'm a Greek scholar, but <laughs> one thing that I would never do is allow the television to babysit my child. Yes. Yeah. That, that's one thing. Um, and, and just philosophically, that is a bad, but, but this is lazy. This is lazy parenting, lazy history. It's lazy sociology. It's lazy. Um, I could go down the list. You get my point. This, this, is, this is just lazy on the part of people who need to be speaking truth, not your truth. They need speaking truth into children's minds. As, you know, as, as you as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What you give access into your heart, in your mind, is what you become. This is the kind of crap. This is the kind of crap that turns people into really bad individuals one day. Yeah, Chrissy. Yeah, it's really it's really upsetting. It's like it, I can understand people like let's just shut off the TV, put on a couple hand puppets, and like that'll be that'll be more healthy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, There's a lot of jokes right there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Hello, <laughs> my name is Laquisha. Ah, my name is Sue. <laughs> Laquisha, you have a black girl's name for a white puppet. <laughs> I don't see color. I don't I, see I color don't see at color. all. Why are you made of cotton? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into it. Puppet. This is the stuff <laughs> I love, America. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Before we go, I do want to, you mentioned that you have, was it a nephew that's 10? Um, uh, like I'm, I'm a step girlfriend. There's no real title for okay, that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but, and they yeah. were on their, what, their Zoom calls and they're like talking politics and racism and stuff. And I'm like, they're freaking 10 yeah. and they're already in this world. They should just get to be kids. Yes. Like it's, you'll be an adult the rest of your life. Like mm -hmm. why do we have to rush it? Yeah. I'm done. I'm done with your indoctrination. I'm done with your BS at the schools. I'm done with your BS in the freaking cartoons. I'm done with it. Yeah, and if you want us to stop making fun of it, quit being stupid. Exactly. Yep. All right, back in a minute. Don't forget, if you have not yet gone to wherever you get your audio podcasts, if you listen to Apple Podcasts, uh, go on there. Go subscribe mm -hmm. to the News and Why It Matters. Hit that subscribe button and uh, rate and review the show. You may see your review read on air. And by the way, um, we could read your review, but also you're helping the show be seen by more people uh, or listened to by more people in this case so that uh, more people can get uh, this content 
which, as we know, is the real news and why it matters. Uh, let's go to uh, Frank Pellegrino, who says, Chrissy Mayer sent me, first-time listener, and loved it. Oh, That's very nice. So very nice thank guy. you, Chrissy. I knew there was a reason that I had you on the show. Yeah. I got you one more viewer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then let's go to Bound for Asia. All right, I got a bone to pick with you, Bound for Asia. You say great news talk, okay? And you say really enjoy the show on a regular basis. Great to have you back, Sarah. Which shows me that you've been listening for a while because you knew that I was going on maternity leave. What's with the three stars? What's with the three stars? Oh my God. It says, it says it's all great. It says you enjoy the show on a regular basis. You use the term, you use the word great twice, but you only gave three stars. I'm calling you out, Balfouracia. I'm wow. calling you out. I actually bet that it was an accident. Yeah, maybe always you, five stars. You, maybe you need more cleavage. That's where the other two stars <laughs> are. I'm trying as best as I can here, no, people. Wait. Not right. she can use anymore. <laughs> They'll be out. And with that, we are going to end the program now. Uh, Chad Prather, thank you for being here. Chrissy Mayer, thank you for being here as well. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.